What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to another episode of F is on your chest with your girl Shay J. What's up, what's up, what's up? I am peace, I am love, I am all of the above. So connected with the plug. Lots of queens showing love. Yo, we gotta be blessed. No need to suppress. I heard you got a lot on your chest. We needed a place to sip wine. Why we tell out? It's easy to stress. Come clear your mind, shouty let out. Cleansing under full moon, smudging up the mellow moves. Crazy thoughts and loud tunes. Dropping Sunday afternoon. Make them bounce, Shay J. What up, though? What's good, y'all? Welcome back, love tribe. We in this thing, gang, gang. So, babe, what are we talking about today? We are talking about how friendships can break your heart. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Losing friends, learning from the experience taking knowledge from it and basically learning how to heal from it did i say that Mm-mm. okay cool learning how to heal from it all of that good stuff man it's not always about the negative losing friendships we don't want to just talk about the bad part and the loss we kind of want to focus on what good can come out of letting go of people and We might share a story or two about our situations dealing with a friendship and heartbreak. So what's in your notes, Bay? Basically, I wanted people to know that, yes, friends can break your heart. And yes, it can hurt worse than a romantic relationship. And I say that because... With your best friend, most of the time they with you through years and through all the other relationships, you know, I mean, and through all the relationships, if there's been different ones, you know, throughout our friendships, say you've been friends with somebody 15 years. I'm pretty sure, you know, they've been there through different relationships. So they know everything about you. They know you better than you sometimes. Like, that's the person that you call, you know, your ace, like the first, you know, besides outside your relationship, you know, mm-hmm. so losing a person like that. So dear to you, that's close to a family member. Right. So you have to take steps to heal from it. You can't just call whatever and brush it off. Because, I mean, if that was your friend 13 years, that person was a part of your life for 13 years. Now you have to mourn and acknowledge and heal from that friendship. Right. I understand. Like I was saying, you have to take the steps to recover. You have to mourn your loss, acknowledge it, be sad about it, take accountability for your parts in the situation, or if it's just a fadeaway, just accept the growth. Some people grow and go different ways, you know, split apart. Mm-hmm. Um, celebrate the good memories. Don't try to just not think about that person because that's going to make you think about that person more because you're like, oh, I'm thinking about that person, then boom. So celebrate. You know, the good times you had. Ain't nothing wrong with that. They were good times with people. So celebrate those. But most importantly to me, move on. Accept 
what it is at that very moment. Like, if you're not friends with a person right now, just accept it. You never know if it might come back later. It might not ever come back, but it was a lesson, and I'm pretty sure if you take the steps, you can learn from it. Mm-hmm. And then if you need emotional support from losing somebody, I mean, try to seek it in other people that love you. Start loving on the people who actually show you love at that moment. Because I feel like having being surrounded by love, by self-love, and love for yourself is like one of the best things that you can do for heal. And my last thing that I wanted to say about it was like, the situation is what it is and it is what it's going to be. That's what it is. And you need to move on with your life and not try to just handle your life by worrying about that friend and that friendship. Like, let it go. It's gone. Move on. And if God put that person back in your life, then I feel like that's just somewhere that you need to look back on because you didn't get the full lesson. But you have to let it be. That's why I move on to me is the my the most important step. You can't just sit there and dwell on a loss. You have to analyze it, take the lesson, move on. I feel you. I just know that for me, I've been through a lot of people that came into my life and went and my seven steps are kind of like the healing and the last one the last two put together pretty much because I feel like you'll always hold on to the memories and like you said don't dwell on them and don't let them hinder you from growing and becoming who you are and I feel like that is the most important part and a lot of us get so stuck on me and this person has been friends for so long that they let that one thing stop them from moving on and meeting new people or they let how the friendship ended alter how they enter new relationships and be friends with people and be cordial. So for me, it's kind of easier to just let the let learning the lesson be my healing. Of course, losing somebody, you're going to... A piece of you is going to be gone. It doesn't matter how you look at it. A piece of you is going to be missing. So for me, here recently, learning what I learned... Or seeing what I learned in the loss, I let that kind of take the place of that person in my life, I guess. I let it fill the void that we let linger for so long. Because it sucks losing people. I've had so many friends that I've, quote-unquote, called my best friend from kindergarten until I was in high school. And I used to be sad every single time me and that person stopped being friends. And it made me feel like there was something wrong with me or something that I was doing wrong in the friendship and once I learned that people come into your life for a reason it made me start looking at friendships on a deeper scale so my cousin told me today that 
relationships are like trees. They grow branches and they grow leaves. And some people are in your life, they're like leaves. And if they blow off, you don't see the tree reaching down to pick up the dead leaf. It is allowing itself to make room for new ones to grow. So I kind of feel like losing people, those are the people in your life that are like leaves. But when you, how do you deal with losing a branch? Like that's the, the hard stuff when you, when you deal with family issues, because those are your branches in my opinion. Um, I, I kind of agree with that part. Yeah. Some of my, that my family used to be, and so I used to have to make my own, I had to make my own type of family and that's where friends kind of became the branches and, you know, mm-hmm. and for me recently, I mean, I don't care. I'll talk about it for re- me recently. I feel like I lost one of my branches behind a situation that I felt like I was doing my due diligence to rectify the situation as best that I could without stepping on anybody's toes. Mm -hmm. And it probably sounds like I'm emotional because I am. Like, my feelings are really hurt behind that because you got people that you used to call or when you even pull up at home, you can't even go pull up on the people you used to pull up on. I can't pull up on the people that I used to pull up on. And for me to to be emotional like this on my podcast, the best thing for me to do with losing that branch is to number seven it all the way because it's got to be what it is because I'm literally crying and I can't walk around with that weight on me. And I don't know what type of relationship I will have with these people moving forward. But I know that I'm going to make peace with it on my end. I have to. Because those people have been... My family has been my friends. Those ones has been in my life for umpteenth years. My longest friends. My closest. So it's like... Number seven all the way for me. Facts. And I feel you exactly on that. Cause, but I feel it because I guess I feel like I I was like the black sheep in my family. Like people like me, but we went close. It was always just me and my mama and my brother. We would go to grandma house Sundays when we was younger. But growing up and being older, it's like nobody. Even how many times I tried to reach out. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what. So I had to create my own tree. It might not be the traditional one, but I had to create that with my friends. And I felt exactly what you felt with losing the person that you could call and they would pull up on you or you could pull up on them or you could just pick up the phone and FaceTime somebody, you know, just having that relationship with them, them people. And for me, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the people who I took in my family because I learned at a very early age that it was me, Carrie, Key, Trey, my brother, 
of course, my mom and my dad. Right. And to have one of those people in my inner circle not there anymore, that's that's the hurt for me because I pulled you into my circle. Mm-hmm. And the things that was attached to you. Same. Yep. So not only am I losing that one person, but the other people that I have grown to love and grown and adapted relationships with and their people and their people's people. It's just like, I didn't just lose you. So it it goes deeper than just saying bye to a person because if you don't have the tactfulness to come to a person and address them as an adult and ask a question before demanding an answer I I can't rock with you because me Amanda has always been the black sheep always been the black sheep will come from church in a dress change my dress and I'm outside in a do-rag because I don't want to mess up my braids. I'm a whole black sheep in the family. I was the, the nicest one. The easiest one to to manipulate. The most sensitive one. The most caring one. The goofy one. The one that never would shut up. But always had something to talk about. And everybody in my life dimmed my fucking light and it's like you have to number seven let that shit go because you can't keep letting people alter who you are based on their fucked up ass reality facts fuck them folks family or not because the fact that I let that dead way go I just allow room for a whole bunch more people to come in I just drop my music on iTunes and now look at me getting a whole nother mo- all new people are coming into my life that's fucking with me just off of what I'm putting into this music tired of fighting for people who don't want to fuck with me exactly I'm sick of it I'm tired of putting my energy out there to be stepped on because I'm tired of dimming my light and being the mean person. And that's not who I am. So I'm going to be that nice, sweet person to people who want to receive the nice, sweet person. Same. And if I have to slide on your ass, I will. But I'm not a fighter. And I choose not to fight because I know I'm going to go to jail, like big jail. Not the county. Like they send my ass down there. And it's going to be question marks on whether I'm getting out that bitch. Like... You better know who you fucking with. Like, I'm, I, I choose not to fight. So if I got to let you go so that I won't go to the big house, deuces. Facts. And for your mental peace. Or the crazy house. One of the two. For real. Because people have and can be driven insane. By the people around them. And I refuse to to be one of those people who just go crazy behind trying to save people. And I was sitting on the phone talking to my brother one night. And I told him, I named off five or six people in my life that I told him that I never wanted to lose. And his response, it enlightened me on how to move around certain people. It, it hipped me on how to move. 
with that being said, everything that I just said basically stands on what I had jotted down for this episode, which was to always look for the lesson and the loss. Ask why, because literally the whys make you wise. Ask where, where did the relationship take a turn? When? Figure it out. The second one that I had written down was, of course, to make peace with the pain. Like I said, take that lesson and put it where it hurts. The one that I didn't touch on was to take a closer look at yourself. See what you can do differently in your new friendships. Facts. I I feel like that's one area that I can start back doing better on because I've allowed past people... I have been doing better on, I feel, that I could put in more work. I, I feel like, and then that's when, when I started putting in more work, I noticed who wasn't putting in work. Right. I feel that lesson in it because that's what immediately I started looking at. Like, okay, I can do more of this. So I started doing that. And the friends that match my energy or whatever, I still fucked with them. Mm-hmm. Vice versa. Am I also a favorite one for me? I don't remember. It might have been off of Black Fire, man. I can't remember if she said this or not. But she said that basically realizing that being childhood or youth friends with someone doesn't mean that y'all are meant to be adult friends. Because people, they, they're they attached to who you used to be and they're not taking the time to know who you're growing into. Right. And I feel like as friends, relationships, lovers, you have to allow the other person to grow. Exactly. Like, why would you not want to see the better parts of this person? You can't expect them to be who you were, who they were five years ago when you met them. Life happened. And see, I had a friend. I have a friend, had a friend that expected me to stay the same. And I feel like all of the people that I have lost recently expected me to stay the same. First of all, when I turned 25, I flipped the switch. And I woke up, like, as far as an adult, I knew it was either from this point on, I had to get it. Can't wait for my friends to get their stuff together so we can continue into the next phase of our lives. It's either with or without them. And after that... I started to see, like you said, once you put in the work, you start to see who else is putting in the work and who's not putting in the work. Once I got in a relationship, even before you, people had started to fall back from me because I was less available. And that made me realize, like, well, what if I was busy in my career? Would y'all feel a way about me earning a living for my family? Because I can't answer the phone for your baby mama drama or your your baby daddy drama. I got one friend who does not get mad when I don't text her back right away. Two friends. I take that lie back. I have two friends. Like that's outside of my circle circle. Mm-hmm. That don't get mad when I don't text them back right away. And I've never really experienced that. I haven't really experienced it. Because even though they might not speak of it, they show it. 
Exactly. Or and you wait the the same amount of time that I took to respond to you to respond to me or you will respond, but you will throw some shade in there where it took you long enough. I don't have to just jump at your ding. Like I'm grown as fuck now. I'm not just sitting around. We not kids. Exactly. I'm not just laying on the couch waiting for a response no You're more. Not entitled to my time. And even if I was laying on the couch Listen, maybe I wanted to lay down and have a moment to myself and I forgot life got busy. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't know. That's petty and vindictive. And I feel like that's so crazy. And that's it's immature. Yeah. It shows lack of growth and consideration because if, like I said, that's why I said what I said. If you my friend and we growing together, we supposed to see that my girl needs some consideration. I don't have to expect her to text me back right away or maybe she can't go out this weekend. My girl never has a babysitter, so I got to be okay with that. And then, boom, when she got a babysitter, I'm tired because mm-hmm. I didn't work like a dog. But we grown, so we understand exactly. that now, you know, like, and I appreciate the people who, who do and understand. She is. She, Janisa, man, yeah. shout out to my dog. She a rider, man, because... I will plan a whole date to go out. Yeah, we going Saturday. Ooh, Mm -hmm. Saturday come. Man, gee, they worked me behind this chair. And she like, cool, I'm still going, but have fun, sis. Mm -hmm. Like, and then, you know, but it it don't stop nothing. She not going to let what I got going on stop her from having fun and vice versa. And it ain't no hard feelings like, oh, your ugly ass went out without me. Right. You know, it Mm -hmm. ain't none of that. And Ab too. Like, shout out to Ebony because she be Mm -hmm. on that too. Definitely, I feel like that's dope just to be at a place, even the friends that you can go a couple weeks without talking to, but you check in and y'all talk like y'all talk every single day. Yep. Them the best type of friends, man. That's my cousin, Venetia. Like, that's why it's hard for me to say whether we cousins or friends facts you know because it's just like she's she was the first person that knew i was gay Mm -hmm. and it was because she asked me she was like cuz if you had to pick a celebrity who would you date i said rihanna (laughs) she was like rihanna so you like girls cuz and i'm like yeah so you like big four-headed girls (laughs) cuz yeah clearly I forgot who she said. I think it was some little dude off one of them movies. One of them little pretty boys. Mm, I think uh, it was Columbus I Short. I really think it was Columbus I can't Short. Stand the pretty boy. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Medium ugly. Medium ugly. Well please. done. Oh, well done. Well babe. done. Blue blur. Back in the day, you know how old people used to say that she ain't your friend, she your acquaintance? Mm hmm. And we always just took it with a grain of salt. We never really paid attention to it. And even when you show love to people, whether it's via Facebook, you see them in person and you see something totally different in them. Yes. I used to be one of those people who used to always think it was me, man. Like... From, you know, just from the outside looking in. And I'm currently growing out of that. Right. But I am 25. Right. Exactly. 
And I used to be one of those part, one of those people who was afraid of losing people because I was afraid to be alone. And once it was just me there and I had no one, I found people who actually I found people who actually fit my life, my lifestyle, both me and and women. So that's why I want y'all to look at the positives in losing people because you're not just losing somebody. You're opening up space to gain new people, better opportunities, and most importantly, a closer look at yourself. Facts, because I was just thinking about how, real quick, how my attachment to people I I detached from everybody because I used to be this bubbly goofy loud you know me or whatever and when I lost my baby cousin Dee Dee in 2008 mm-hmm. in the fire she was the closest thing to me and I feel like when I lost her that's when I I detached myself from people but the people that I did get around with and the people that I did, like, I held them close to me. And they became my branches. And we was cool for the longest, you feel me? So the people that were still around, I ain't really welcoming no newcomer, newcomers. Mm-hmm. And then I was getting back in my groove. And then, boom, the assault happened. Mm-hmm. By my best friend. Mm-hmm. So now I really ain't letting nobody in, you feel me? And... I had to take all these steps to heal to get back in a place where I can be welcoming and open and smile and give the person a hug when I see them instead of having resting bitch face. How you doing? Right. I feel you. And like your note says, basically, fair relationships have valuable life lessons. And if you really want to learn who you are, take a look at some of those lost lessons. It's going to teach you how to communicate. It's going to teach you about emotional awareness, self-value, empathy, patience, and basically, more importantly, learning to let go. And my favorite, the importance of letting go. And not only did we are we blessing y'all with some gems tonight, we also blessing y'all with a premiere of my new single, Escape. And for me, uh, the song, I'll just give y'all a little insight on the song. The song is basically talking about letting go of people, letting go of friends and moving on and living your life and having fun no matter what because you're going to always make room for new to come. So I hope y'all love it because I love it. And the single is going to definitely be on iTunes, Spotify, along with the podcast. Where else, Bay? Whoa. So Anchor, PodCoin, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Gmail, all up under if it's on your chest. Cool, cool, cool. You always say it better than me. You know I'm better than me. <laughs> Anyway, we're going to get up out of here and let y'all hit this track. I'm your girl, Shay. And I'm Jay. And we out. Peace. Mwah. Yeah, baby.
Thank you.